We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Happy New Year, Datables. Welcome to our off slash on season <laughs> this podcast. We are still technically in season 17, launching 18 very soon, but we just want to say a quick hello for the new year and set some new year intentions for 2024. Yes, we love these intention episodes because, you know, new year, new me. It's such a cliche, but <laughs> it really is that year to reset. And, you know, we're really glad to be back in 2024. As you alluded to, we're on the on off season. It's an inside joke for all the people that have been listening for quite some time. We used to call these bonuses off season. And then we realized we're like, we're still on, we're here. So the next yeah, six weeks or so, we'll still be here, but we'll be resuming season 18 on uh, around Valentine's Day. Ooh, I can't even think that far. I'm just trying to get used <laughs> to the new year. It's like 2024. Why does it feel like end of the year, like mid-December and the beginning of the year, you feel like there's a big gap. I feel like there's six month gap. <laughs> like I'll yes. see you in the new year, but it's only two weeks. And those two weeks 
go by so fast and boom, you're thrusted into the new year. It's shocking. Well, we are we love doing these episodes and talking about the new year. I feel like I should know this, but are you a resolution person, UA? I feel like you've talked about this before. No, I don't do resolutions. Okay, you're a non-resolution person. My partner is no. also a non-resolution person. <laughs> I used to be, but I stopped doing it as well. I feel like there's too much pressure. But like, how do you like to start your new year? Because I, I do like the idea of the intention, which is what we're talking about today. So I do feel like there's something about, you know, starting the new year right, but I don't love the idea of like, here's my five things I need to do by the end of January. Yeah, I feel like I change it up every year according to how my last year went. So this year, I'm really thinking about what do I want to continue from last year? I Mm. feel like a lot of times when the new year hits, it's like, let's try everything new and like restart. But a lot of things worked for me last year. So I'm going to, you know, continue those things and build on them. What do you think was one of the things that stands out to you that worked the most? Just like really understanding that nothing in life is permanent and to keep Mm. fostering the sense of being present with people and to really appreciate the time I spend with people and keep doing that, like to keep being intentional about having that time with the people I love. Yeah, I really like that the nothing is permanent. I think that's such a powerful phrase because when you're like in the thick of a situation, I'm going to infer a little so you got to correct me if I'm wrong. But like, when you were going through your breakup, that was heart wrenching. It's easy to think like this is how life is going to be from now on. But you do have to step out to be like, this isn't going to last forever. I'm going to move through this, whatever bad time is going on in my life or wherever I am in dating, relationships, love, whatever, it doesn't mean I'm going to be here forever. Is that kind of your take mm-hmm. on it or do you have a different take as well? I think that's exactly it. I don't need to be tied to the thought of being with someone forever or having something last forever because we got to know we're constantly changing. Our relationships are constantly evolving. Even if you're with someone for 10 years, what it looks like today, it's going to be different than what it looks like 10 years from now. Yeah. But I realized what I was missing was just really appreciating the moments you have together. A relationship, mm. for example, I always I always quote Miley Cyrus in her flower song. She says, we were right until we were wrong. And I think that's how mm. relationships are. Really cherish the times you're right. Appreciate that. And then yeah. if and when you're wrong for each other, at least you had the times that you were right. And that's like not time wasted. You learn from that and you still had that right feeling. It's like a very special feeling when you feel right with someone. Yeah, 100%. I think gratitude, it's so easy to like overlook that of just like feeling lucky, like feeling that you've hit the jackpot, like even again, like if it's for a month or a year, whatever it is, it doesn't need to be forever. But being like, I feel really freaking happy in this person's presence right now. And I'm lucky to have found them. And I think that sounds like, I don't know, like, I feel like my partner and I do tell each other that we feel lucky a lot. And it's sometimes of like, is this a weird thing to say? But at the same time, it's like there, it is hard to like meet someone in today's world. It is luck that we happen to swipe on each other on this dating app. And I do feel lucky to have met someone so wonderful that like changed what I basically changed the way I viewed a relationship was possible for me. So I think that stuff like does deserve that feeling as sentimental and cheesy as it is. 
I don't think it's cheesy at all. I think you could have a connection with someone for one night and still appreciate that with them. Because what are the chances that the universe brings two strangers together to connect on such a deep level? And even if it doesn't last, you still got to experience that moment. And I think a lot of times you and I talk about this. It's like daters are so afraid to to for that heartbreak, for things to not last, that yeah. they don't even put themselves out there for an opportunity to connect with someone. But the more we can put ourselves out there, the more we can open our hearts for the, that love that could last or that love that could be so deep you never even knew it was possible. Yep. Damn relationship chicken. We always talk about that. Yeah. Never putting yourself out there. But yeah, I think I'm like thinking back to the Instagram post you put up to the other day too of just like the word magic. And I feel like there is something there of how do we bring that feeling to dating a bit more and just love overall because I think that's what gets lost in today's dating world is that it feels so like it feels like work. Like we need to like plow through these people and scout out all the red flags and make sure that we're just like optimizing our time. But like, where is the room for magic? That's what love and romance is. And we're just completely missing that. Oh, I wish we could bring that back in every aspect of our lives. Because if you look back, all of you can look back to the moments that were pivotal in your life. I can guarantee you there was a sprinkle of magic in it all. You can't explain how why it happened, but it happened the way it did. And it served you in a mystical way. And I think magic is like 90% of how people get together. Because <laughs> what, like you said, yeah. what are the chances that you two swipe on each other on an app, get along so well, keep seeing each other and start building a life together? That you can't explain. There's no algorithm that can put you and your partner together like that. Only magic can (laughs) sprinkle that dust and be like, poof, you two get together, build a life. Yeah. I mean, I think the intention using that, right, like with this magic mentality is like, what's around the corner for me? What's tonight going to bring that mentality opposed to like what we see so many daters go in with of like, oh, and I definitely be guilty too here is like, oh, another date not gonna even save this person's number my phone it's probably not gonna work Mm -hmm. out like what a different approach those two mindsets oh i know like uh, it's like night and day and i think that's the other intention that i want to continue in the new year is continue to believe in magic and allow Mm -hmm. magic to happen when you believe in magic there is a part of you that's a little ignorant and there is beauty in mm-hmm. some level of ignorance. Yeah, like You don't need to see everything so clearly sometimes. I agree. And I definitely want to bring that to my life too, like love life and just like professional life, personal life outside of love too, because I think we can really talk ourselves out of a lot of things if we want to. And I feel like I'm finding myself, I don't know what it is lately, like gravitating to like what couldn't work, what isn't mm-hmm. going well, not even in my love life, but in just other parts of life. And And seeing that magic in all areas, like I want that to be first and foremost 
in my line of sight 2024. Mm. For me, I think my biggest thing is having this optimism. Mm. I feel like because I brought that when I met my partner, I think this feeling like, oh, it's going to happen. There's no room for failure. Like it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. Right. And like believing that. And I think I need to like remember that now for other areas. Once you kind of like get your love life, I don't want to say like settled. It's like an area that I'm like, oh, I feel okay with where things are Mm. right now. I feel good. But that doesn't mean that like other areas now aren't spilling over and I need to like bring that same mentality to all aspects of life because I really do believe where you are everywhere impacts how you show up for love too because like I can even see like when I have that spiraling thoughts in areas that have nothing to do with my relationship they still impact my relationship because I'm doing life with someone exactly exactly and that optimism can come from letting go yes I think, you yes know, like, isn't that funny it's like we think sometimes if you have control over your life then you can control the outcome but that's when you become pessimistic because things won't work out the way that you planned it yeah the optimism comes from letting go of that control and knowing that things may not pan out but they're gonna work out their way it's they're supposed to I'm so glad you said that because I think that was like when I had the optimism of meeting my person, I did let go. I was like, finally, I'm not Mm -hmm. as like, not as concerned with each date, like going a certain way and panning out. I just know like it'll happen when it's meant to happen. And keeping that mentality is so important because you're still intentional. Like you're still like, I want to meet someone or I want to do whatever you want to do. You have a goal in mind. It's not like saying that you're directionless now, but you're also not attached to each thing necessarily resulting the way you think it's going to. You have trust that it will like right. unfold the way it's meant to unfold in the grand grand scheme of things. What other intentions do you have for the new year? Well, I want to keep going into them. But before we do, I'm going to do a little ad break here. Great. Before we do, let's hear a message from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom. But did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATABLE at viahemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. 
with a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who kept you on the hook on that one, didn't I? <laughs> Our intention is to get more year. sponsors in the new year. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, I think intention for me, I mean, I, I one of the big things is to continue to grow my relationship. Like, I think you can really get into a state of, you know, we'll be coming on three years in April. So not quite there yet, but we're going there. And I really want to like appreciate all the stages we've been in too. That's one of the things I've been doing is just reflecting back of like, it was so magical when we first met, but now is even more magical that it's like so comfortable. And Mm. it feels like, you know, like I have this person that has my back and everything and is like the best support system and something I've never experienced in my life from anyone in my life. And that is so beautiful. So just like... Like being okay with where we are in the moment too and not to say like I don't want the next phase to come because I do but like I've really been trying to like let go a little of the milestones and just trusting again that things are going to happen when they're meant to happen and like I believe wholeheartedly like they will happen so keeping that mindset and persisting that mindset and you know 
being appreciative of that. So that's like one side of it. But also, you know, I don't want to just get too complacent and comfortable too, because things are good. While it doesn't need to be like constantly worked on, like, I don't know if we need to necessarily be in therapy all the time, like if we want to like, Mm -hmm. you know, keep going with things, but doesn't mean that you don't work on it either. Like even just something as simple as like my partner and I, for instance, we have this new thing that on Wednesdays, we're going to do like a date night in the home. So we're not just like watching Mm. TV, like we'll play a game Mm -hmm. or we'll do some sort of activity or something that's like a little more engaging because just sitting on the couch every night watching TV is like my biggest fear of relationships. And Uh, I don't want that to be our relationship. Like not to say that there isn't a time and a place for a good TV binge. Absolutely. But we don't need to do that Monday, Tuesday, (laughs) Wednesday, Thursday, and then like go out on the weekends. Right. So we're trying to kind of bring a little more balance in that way to keep things fresher too. Yeah. I mean, we always say keep dating in a relationship. And I think that's exactly what that means is that you are spending quality, intentional time with each other. And the rest of the time you're coexisting. That's totally fine. That's what happens when you live together. But as long as you carve out that space to still like date each other, it's so key. It's so key because I think that's what I was kind of really missing in towards the end of my last relationship was like, we just let logistics get in the way. We just had everyday life get in the way of our our partnership, our romance. So we would spend our time talking about next steps and who's grocery shopping and who's like, when are we doing the move and who's taking the dog to the groomer? But we didn't make the time or space to be like, how are you? How are we doing? Right. Like, how is our relationship doing? Right. And it's like a balance too of, you know, like you can't yeah. like forget the other stuff either. And yeah. even like the check-ins, like I'm glad we we still do that. Absolutely. To just understand like, you know, relational growing edges or anything that's going well that we want to call out. Like I love, I'll give Dr. Alexandra Sullivan a shout out. She has such a great framework for anyone that's ever interested in it. Uh, we've discussed it on past episodes and you can go to like yeah. all of her episodes probably and hear it. But like every week it's like, what's going well in your week, what's not going so well, like outside of the relationship, just as a way to like touch base, hear from them. And then is there any like relational growing edge, anything that you want to improve in the relationship, a hot damn or compliment, which always feels nice to receive. (laughs) And then an intention for the week, you know, it's very simple, can do it in 30 minutes. But I think it's really a nice checkpoint for us. But I also want to have the time where we're not talking about the relationship, we're not analyzing it, we're just dating. Like when we first met, because you're not like every second being like, how's our relationship doing? Am I doing anything? (laughs) advice the shit out of you today you know (laughs) yeah so true it's so true to get back that initial time you'll never feel the same again as like your first couple months of dating but it's good to even like reminisce about that time because that's when you're yeah building that connection that's when you are feeling the warm and fuzzies and it's always good to reminisce about that like even in friendships you and I always talk about how we first met it's the same thing in a relationship right like it's a it's your first connecting point it's like Mm -hmm. such a pivotal point in your relationship Absolutely. Yeah. And I think just like, I mean, something that we continue to think about too is like time allocation with other people, like having our own time, having our friend time, having our couple friend time. Like, I think that's really important too, because, you know, like, (laughs) 
you had a life before you met each other, right? So you shouldn't like completely forget about that life either. And for me, I need those outlets. Like I know I need those outlets to be happy. And even just to have my own time to like decompress and do stuff, it's so important. Well, time is definitely on my list of intentions. I want to be a lot more discerning with my time. The people I spend my time with, the people I give my attention to, because I find that I am definitely diagnosed with FOMO. I didn't realize it until (laughs) end of last year. I have major FOMO. And I think after the world opened up with COVID, I I felt like this burst of energy in me where I needed to be part of everything. I needed to be, be part of groups, conversations, events, all of it. And I hope this year to not be that anymore. It was fun, but I need to be more discerning with even like the yeah. people I surround myself with, right? Like I just don't have I don't have all that time and I can't be stretching and sacrificing myself to please my FOMO side. <laughs> what about like as someone in a new relationship? Like how are you? Like how do you think mm. the FOMO Do you think that was because it was a stage that you were, you know, more just back into things, figuring things out, getting to know yourself again, and now you've moved to a different stage? Or do you not see the two correlating? Oh, definitely. I mean, when I was very single, I wanted to be part of things. I was very curious. In a new relationship, especially with someone who has kids, the time we spend is, is limited. So Whatever time we get together, I need to be giving up something else. And that's what brought up this whole intention is that, okay, I need to be giving up more things for other things that matter more. So, you know, even like our time spent together or any time I'm spending now, it's just intentional quality time. And we'll see how it how it goes. But I've never been in a relationship like this where like it's very, you know, we have only certain windows of time where we can Mm. see each other. Yeah. Is there anything like that you have as an intention for the relationship, like where you want to go in the next couple months? I know you're taking this relationship day by day, trying to figure (laughs) it out, but it has been quite intentional. So I'm curious if it has any intentions. Our next renewal period, I think it's right around Valentine's Day. So we have another month and a half or so to figure out if we want to renew again. And our intention for the last three months was just to build our relationship and to remove the noise. So we decided not to introduce family or too many friends, just build our relationship first. So that's what we've been doing. And if and when we renew again, that's going to be like, how do we integrate our lives? Mm. That's going to be pretty challenging. Right now, we're still, you know, doing the like time box and also like keep our lives very separate. Yeah. Very few of my friends have met him. But yeah, the next renewal will be different intentions of integration. Yeah. I mean, there's something nice about the first couple months of just getting to know each other too and not having those distractions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because you don't want other people in your year talking about your relationship or asking you questions. So there was a close call though, because I had to drop something off at his house and I had my mom in the car. It's like, oh, is this a time? (laughs) And even my mom's like, I'm not ready to meet him yet. I have too many questions. I don't think he's ready for it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I like that she could recognize that. She's like, no. Yeah, she can. She's like, I have a list of questions. He hasn't filled out the application form to date my daughter yet. So no, I'm not meeting him. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, everyone has differences in terms of 
times for introducing parents. Mm -hmm. Personally, I feel like I'm someone that doesn't err on like the early side of that. So like three months or whatever, Mm -hmm. to me, doesn't even feel weird that you haven't done that. Oh, no, it's definitely not weird. I think it's it would be weird if he did meet them this soon. But because this relationship has been so intense, it feels right to have him meet them. Mm. That I think that's what I'm fighting against. And I need to just keep reminding myself it hasn't been that long. It just feels yeah. really intense. That's all. Got it. I'm curious, yeah. too, as like a follow up to that is like you mentioned there's some things that you were doing while single that you want to kind of stop doing now that you have a relationship, like what things did you feel like were kind of like filling voids that weren't necessarily fulfilling that you were just doing because you had the time? Well, he will be, he and my mom are in agreement on this. I filled up my social calendar also because I felt like there were a lot of friends I hadn't seen in a while and I really want to build those relationships. I also got in this habit of like meeting up with friends on a on a one-to-one or like two two to one kind of basis so that you know occupies more time because you can't see a lot of people at once so he would always say because he's more of a um he's more of a loner i would say okay he's not as social as i am yeah so he's like wow you really fill up your social calendar Mm. it is part of who i am but for the new year i don't need to be as social i know that and i can pull that back but he also knows that there are certain things i'm just going to be doing you know like meeting up with friends or at certain events that I that's just part of who I am. So we're right. we're trying to find the balance right now. Right. Like what's authentic to me and what's me just like pushing it. Yeah, and I think that makes sense like in a post breakup world, I feel like you do want to try to like fill your time. So I could see why it might have like gone even heavier than it maybe has in the past. Oh yeah, way more. I mean, you know, I was on a tour. I was like on a political tour of like talking about my ex and what happened because it was such a right. great story and you know, but I'm done. Right. That tour is over. Uh, right. Yeah, no longer selling tickets to that. Got it all out of my system. I'm good. And it doesn't mean like you're not going to hang out with friends anymore. But I feel like too, sometimes when you're in like single mode, when you're back into it, you're just trying to meet like any new random person too. It's not even like your close friends that you're maybe like spending this time with. Yeah. And this is like kind of the interesting thing after what happened last year. A lot of people who live in LA reached out to me, um, reach out to me on Instagram, who I've never met, but you know, they've been followers of the, the podcast. And I've actually met up with a lot of them. So that's been really fun meeting new people because they f- they felt like they knew me and I felt like there was some common ground. I'm probably not going to be doing as much of that anymore in the new year, but it's been nice to like make new friends who totally who have been following my journey. And I 100% agree. Like, I feel like once you're in a relationship, doesn't mean that you should not be meeting new people. I'm not trying to say that at all. Right. But I think sometimes yeah. you like hone in more on like the people that are actual friends, not friendly acquaintances. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Time is so, so precious especially when you're in a relationship. So it's good to just be more discerning. And you can still show people you're, you are thinking about them or care about them without spending that much time with them. It's possible. Yeah. And it's not like you'll never see them again either. It's just like, yeah. Right. How do you balance it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So words that we can leave for our audience that will help people in mm. 2024 have a thriving, happy, healthy, I'm going to say healthy, love life. Hmm. Don't be afraid to love hard. 
Don't be afraid. Everything that you want in love is on the other side of fear. The less we put ourselves out there, the more closed off we get to love, right? Like the how much time your connection lasts with someone does not dictate how successful that connection was. It can be intense for 30 minutes or intense for three years. Appreciate that time, but don't be afraid to show people love and to love them. Yeah. No, I think that is such a key point. We talk about all the time to stop playing relationship chicken because all you're doing Mm -hmm. is you're just closing yourself off from love. And we get it. It can feel hard and daunting to put yourself out there. You don't know if someone's going to turn the sentiment. You don't know if, is this person right for you for the long haul? You can really get in your head in a lot of this stuff. But I think the more relationships we have in 2024, the better. And we're not saying like stay in bad relationships. That's not the message here. But treating dates like relationships and partners is so Mm -hmm. paramount. Like we the way we date versus the way we have relationships like we would not do any of this stuff in a relationship so why are we doing it when dating i don't know about you ua but like i feel like for me when i just started getting like more authentic and just being like i'm gonna show this person who i am and like the sides that my friends love because i'm a caring wonderful person to be around that's when i actually had dates that like went somewhere when i was like trying to be the cool date that you know is had the air of mystery or whatever, nothing went anywhere. So I think being authentic, being real, who the F cares if they don't like you back, someone else will. You're not trying to win everyone's affections. You do not have time for that. (laughs) No matter how efficient you may be, you don't have time for that. And if you ever find yourself having to censor yourself around someone, it's probably a sign that this is not the right person for you. If you're like afraid to say things, afraid to scare them away, it just means you're afraid of being yourself around them. That's very telling. Don't be afraid to scare away the wrong people. I think that is the Mm -hmm. motto to live by because- If they're not right for you, like just be yourself. And if they're not right, they were not right. It's the easiest way to filter out people. I think the last thing like I would say for 2024 is just believing like it sounds so cheesy, but like, I don't know, I'm getting like a really weird flashback to Golden Bachelor, which I wish did not live rent free in my brain. (laughs) But there's this scene where they're like out for their date and they break into saga dance with the song Journey Don't Stop Believing. (laughs) And it's a flash mob dance scene. And it's so cheesy. Like I don't I'm like cringing even (laughs) saying this myself. But there was something i'm not gonna lie i might have shed a tear of this concept of like don't stop believing like they're out there right like if you want to find someone wonderful if you want that love don't let the dynamics of modern dating like get in your way of that like just know that like it will happen and you just need to keep going like i know it sounds like so like directionless in terms of the steps we can give you to find love but really perseverance is such the secret sauce that we always forget about is often times you're not going to find love on like the first swipe like it's gonna take going out with a bunch of people Mm -hmm. it's going to take having periods where you're single relationships that didn't work out till you get to where you want to go and that's okay that's part of the journey i sound so cheesy right now i'm like cringing at myself (laughs) part of the journey don't stop believing i love it we're bringing it full circle well thank you all for still believing in us as you're still listening to us in 2024 do not stop believing 
and us because we will keep <laughs> churning out content for you all. Next few weeks will be bonus content. It's still us back every week. We're not taking a break. Yep. It's just a little different with the brand new season in February, which is very soon. Do not sleep on us. Do not stop believing in us because we still believe in love and we still believe in you. Yes, we have a great off on season for you. So get ready. And of course, send us your topics. This is the perfect time for us mm-hmm. to recalibrate. We've been thinking about the season. We're going to you know, make sure to answer any polls that you see on Facebook, Instagram. We're going to be reaching out to the audience hearing what do you want to hear because ultimately this show is here to serve you it's here to help you it's here to make your dating life better and easier less stress-free happier more magical all of it so we want to get your take on what's helpful well you know our email hello at datablepodcast.com you know our instagram handle at datablepodcast and you know where to find us on apple podcast because you can leave us a rating review as well if you search for datable podcast scroll down to where the stars are give us a five star rating and then in the body of the review you can tell us that you still believe in love tell us that you believe in magic and if you have a dating question ask it there and we'll answer in our brunch talk when we're back for our new season yep or tell us we're cheesy as fuck but make sure to leave five stars while doing it (laughs) you know what and if you tell us we're cheesy as fuck we're not gonna stop (laughs) it'll just give us more ammunition to be cheesier as fuck that's when you know you're alive when you're cheesy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) we need that on a shirt okay we'll be back with merch in a few weeks (laughs) all right that wraps up this episode we'll see y'all next week stay Stay dateable. dateable The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.